Dirk Chatlin of the Omaha World Herald joining us here. We got a chance to talk to a great coach to start the show today and John Cook, and we've had a chance to cover a great coach, be friends with a great coach, and in fact, for Jim Langan, coach with a great coach in uh, Paul Baranek, who probably is not going to go undefeated against cancer. Many people do not, but uh, an article that you've been working on for maybe more than just uh, the last three weeks, Dirk, but what uh, what pointed you to the direction to write this article on Paul Baranek? Well, um, you know, I was at the UNK game, the first home game of the year against Shatteron State, um, and he was sitting courtside. And, you know, I knew he was going through cancer, um, you know, from, from back in the summer. But, you know, I don't think I'm – I don't think I'm saying anything that people don't know. It's, when you see Paul now, or when you saw him even a month ago, you know it, it doesn't it doesn't even really look like him. Um, and it's I think it's really hard, you know, just just to see Paul, you know, going through that, just from a physical standpoint. And then you 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 uh, juxtapose that, you know, that image of Paul with with these two sons who have all this energy, you know, Drake and Connor, who are very, very, very good at what they do. Uh, Drake is a phenomenal head coach and Connor's obviously a, you know, a big time talent on the court. Uh, and it's just, you know, it becomes very clear to you that, that, uh, that his legacy is, is wrapped up in, in these two, you know, these two guys. And, and obviously, you know, Riley, uh, and and you know dozens and hundreds of other players that he coached. I mean, it's um, so it's a very compelling story from that standpoint. And then you know the more time you spend around him, and and I was you know I was standing next to him at the Carney High Creighton prep game. Uh, I've I spent quite a bit of time with with Drake and Connor over the last few weeks, and uh, you know you just you can't help but be inspired by by being around this family. And, uh, so, you know, the, the, you're just trying to sort of put that, put that in perspective for the reader, uh, and give people who, a lot of people do know who coach Baronic is, but, but sort of give perspective to those who don't know who he is, um, and what he's going through and, and what he'll leave behind because it's, it's, um, it's a very sad story, but it's also, I think a positive story because, you know, you get to see the impact that one individual could have not just on a team or his family, but, but really an entire, an entire area of the state. I mean, it's, it's a, it is, you know, it's, it's very, very touching to see these tributes that are coming in from towns that used to play against Ravenna and, and usually lose to Ravenna. Um, and I think it's just a testament to, to, to coach B's character. We're talking with Dirk Chatlin. If you haven't had the chance, go to Omaha.com and read the story on uh, Coach Peronic. Uh, and starting from where he started and building a dynasty and, as you said, watching his sons uh, do what they do now. And probably it will never go away in my lifetime. If it's not number one, it's it's tied for number one was the night that we got a chance to do Ravenna Bellevue West, which was talked about as much as any sporting event, I think, in this state's history, the buildup to it. But usually you talk about great games after the fact. This had everything that you could have possibly wanted and was such a great 
not just night, but all that time leading up uh, to the game. I know there was some jealousy there. Everybody wants to beat the dynasty no matter what it is. If you're a Class A softball team or you're a Class D2 football team, uh, you, you want to beat the dynasty. You talked to so many people in this article, Dirk. What did you learn? What, what, what was one or two things that really are going to stick with you and, and stood out? Well, <laughs> I think I think it it reinforces. There's a lot of things. Um, again, you know, I, I think I, I got a glimpse at how good a coach Drake is, you know, and how good a coach he's going to be. I think he's, you know, he's he's so similar to his dad and how he runs a team. Um, you know, his use of language is, and I don't mean foul language, but just his. His vocabulary just cracks you up when you listen to him. And I think Paul was, you know, Paul was the exact same way. But getting back to your main point, I think, you know, it's it 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 underscores or or reinforces uh, the idea of of tough love from a coach and the idea that you know the best ones, and, and this this really hit me hard. The the best ones. They they push you to do things that you didn't think you could do, and and that that was that was so that hit me so hard in talking to former players and and many of them said it you know and I think it's the same thing with with educators you know with teachers in high school classrooms uh, you know the 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 people that you really feel a connection to. 20 years later or 30 years later uh, aren't necessarily, you know, the ones that, that you had the best relationships with or, the, you know, your, your best friends or whatever. It's, it's the people that, that, that persuaded you, that, that drove you, uh, to, that motivated you to do things that you didn't think you could do. And, and that, that is Paul Veronic to a T. I mean, he just, he nailed that part of education. He nailed that part of coaching. And uh, I think that's, you know, above all, I think that's that's why he's had the impact that he's had is because people who are around him recognize that he made them better. And uh, that's that's one heck of a legacy to leave. You know, Paul, one thing he did, too, is he, he looked at the players he had on a team. And if he had uh, two really great players, <clears throat> then he would build that team around and everybody had a role. And whether that was to pick up loose balls or to get back on transition layups, but everybody had a role. And the guy that had 39 points and 22 rebounds, hey, we need him, and they, he he knows he 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 feels good. But he, he Paul was make sure that we brought up the one guy that got the one loose ball or that saved that one ball, and we won by one point, and how important that was. And he made everybody feel good, no matter what their role was. He was very good at that. I, I know one moment that I. I think it's funny with Paul and I. And when you and I talked, I, I could have told you stories. I mean, I refereed the last game he ever won. I was at the game where he won his very first game. Huh. I could have talked about a lot of things. But in the article you wrote, you wanted to hear about what he was like when he was younger. And, and I remember this. Uh, I was telling Doug, we were making about $8,400 a piece coaching <laughs> three sports. And we thought we were raking it in. And, <laughs> and, and it's hard for me now because, you know, life was never better. And now the moments I have with Paul, I'll sit in the hospital with him for two hours. And maybe for two minutes, he'll remember who I am. And, you know, that's what's tough. Yeah. 
No, and he believed, uh, and, and you heard it. He said it after the after the Carney Creighton prep game. He told the told the players in the room. Uh, you referenced it with you know treating guys at the end of the bench with respect. He really believed in making the tent as big as possible and bringing everybody in, uh, making it an experience, you know, not just for the five guys on the court, but for the whole town. And that that plays, you know, that plays really well in a C2 school. And I think, um, you know, there, there's a lot of pride. There's, you know, the, the, the Carney kids are, or the Carney students are walking out the other night and he's, you know, he, he's not feeling good and he's saying, you know, good job, Rowdies, good job, Rowdy. Uh, you know, he just he, he believes in, in the whole experience, uh, and he recognizes that it's better when everyone's involved. So, um, you know, there's just a lot of lessons to it. I mean, there's you know, I wish I could print you know the another 2,000 words of story, you know, the stuff that was in my notebook that, that didn't get into print. But uh, I think you know, people who know Paul, they all have their own stories, uh, and you know, usually they they usually they laugh when they're saying it because he was such a colorful character. Uh, but when you really boil it down, you know, to the life lessons, uh, you know, everybody has their favorite. And, and for me, again, it comes down to just just getting people to do what they didn't think they could do and how that's really at the essence of coaching and education. Uh, and I, I just respect the heck out of guys like that. Paul Moronic, uh, great article. Last minute here with Dirk Chatlin. We'll let him get back to uh, to his day here. Dirk, uh, kind of a twofold. What was your first ever interaction with with uh, Coach Baronic? Well, um, you know, I think I was honestly, I think I think it was probably, you know, I, I'd probably seen him at the 05 state tournament, you know, when they won it. Uh, but but I don't think I really watched him closely until 06. And I was at the Bellevue West game. I was sitting behind the basket. Uh, you know, when he was, you know, he's, he's going up and down the sideline, going crazy. Um, so I think it was probably that. And then, you know, I had gotten a chance to talk to him a little bit after that. I did a project in 2006 about how to build a basketball program. And I talked to 30 or 40 coaches around the state and did a big deal about it. And, you know, I talked to Paul for that. Uh, but, but honestly, guys, and, and you know, this, he was, he was pretty intimidating. I mean, you know, for a, for a young reporter uh, in my mid twenties or whatever, or whatever, he was he was not the easiest guy to go up and talk to because he's you know he's he's, he's got that that cold uh, steely eyed stare. Uh, but but again, I think once you get to know him, you, you you start to laugh at him and you start to appreciate him and and you know that tough glove stuff that looks so hard and rigid from the outside, you kind of get a different view of that the closer you get to it. There are a lot of great coaches out there. Paul Baronic is not the only great coach. There are a lot of coaches that are very similar to what Coach Baronic has done, the way he touches people, the way he influenced kids' lives, and, and, and on and on and on. Is there anything, as we kind of wrap up, Dirk, that is truly unique uh, about Paul that stuck out to you. Uh, we can we can give ninety nine out of a hundred that are the same with uh, coaches, great coaches or any coach. Uh, but there's always something, one or two things that are uh, unique about each individual. You know that's a, that's a tough one, and I, and I wish I had thought about that more. Um, I think his delivery though is different. You know his his uh, his presentation. Uh, and again, it, it cracks you up. I mean, these guys and Jim, you know it, Doug, you know it. 
these guys get together and they just tell story after story after story. And it's, you know, a lot of times it's the same thing that you would hear from a, from a really hard nosed coach, but the, but the delivery is just, Paul's delivery was a little bit different. You know, sometimes it was the language that that he used. I mean, you know, talking about the honky tonk and stay away from the honky tonk (laughs) on Friday nights. And, uh, you know, the first time I talked to him for this story, I was asking him about the Creighton prep game and he said, yeah, it's going to be a wing dinger. You know, it's just, (laughs) you, you find yourself laughing at the way he, the way he says things. Uh, so, so I think, I think, and that helped, to be honest, that helped kind of keep things fresh around his kid. I mean, that he was not predictable. Uh, and some, you know, some coaches are so organized. They're, they're very, uh, left brained, you know, point by point by point. And Paul wasn't that way. I mean, he was a little disorganized. Uh, but I think that made him a little bit unique too. You don't find very many art teachers, who are legendary basketball coaches. So I think if, you know, there's a lot of things that are probably unique. That's one that sticks out in my mind. Well, Derek, great job. Uh, We appreciate you taking the time to uh, write the article uh, about uh, a dear friend of ours. And uh, again, for those that haven't read it, hopefully they get that opportunity. And I know it'll be uh, one of those things that is savored forever. So thanks for that. And uh, keep up the good work. Uh, Have a great Christmas. We'll see you soon. Take care, guys. Thanks for having me on. That is Dirk Chatlin's interview with us on the Doug and Daddy Show here today. Jim Langan, of course, was co-hosting with me today. And, uh, again, if you missed any of that, want to hear any part of the show, we also had John Cook on today after the Nebraska Volleyball National Championship. You can go to our podcast at ESPNSuperstation.com. We're now getting ready for the boys' portion of tonight's doubleheader. In the girls' game, Gretna was able to rally and win it 57-54 to over Kearney High. And now the 5-1 top-ranked team in Class B, Gretna Dragon Boys, who finished third of the state last year, will take on Kearney High, who is trying to bounce back from their first loss of the season, a 71-64 defeat at Fremont on Saturday. This is the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Starker, a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and chemical a near capacity crowd on hand for tonight's basketball game between the dragons and the bearcats and we'll look at the starting lineups for tonight's boys game right after this for professional service to keep your business running smoothly call hellman main costler and coddle don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing let hellman main costler and coddle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. It's time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, for the Gretna Dragons, number two, a six-foot junior, Ty Dewan. Number 12, a six-foot junior, Zach Immig. Number 14, a 6'2 senior, Jared Samuelson. 
Number 24, a 6'6 junior, Trey Brown. And number 52, a 6'5 senior in Isaiah Workman. The head coach of the Gretna Dragons is Brad Feakin. Of course, a lot of folks know Brad from his time here as well. Assisted by Bill Hurd, Aaron Pryor, Adam Stotes, and Nick Schramm. Five and one on the season, their only loss. They were in the eight-team boys tournament that uh, Kearney Catholic played in, Grand Island Central Catholic's early season tournament, and they lost in the finals of that game to, uh, or of that uh, tournament to Omaha Scott by a score of 73 to 62. They have wins over Norfolk Catholic, Mount Michael, Bennington, Elkhorn South, and this past Friday they defeated Waverly 55 to 52. Now look at the starting lineup for the Bearcats of Kearney High. Number three, the six-foot senior, Zach Ryan. Number 23, 6'1 junior, Jake Techmeyer. Number 34, 6'4 senior, Austin Murray. Number 43, a 6'1 senior, Ty Roseberry. And number 44, a 6'3 sophomore, Cannon Coster. The head coach is Drake Moronic, assisted by Jim Moran, Mitch Olson, Alex Thayer, Ryan Salzman, and Ryan Milks. Three and one after the loss to Fremont. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Butter Bank. More in a moment. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. This is Justin Schwartz, market president of Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. One of the real joys of this holiday season is the opportunity to say thank you to our community for helping us continue to grow. We value the friendship and confidence that you have shown in us, and we look forward to serving you in the coming year. Our best wishes this holiday season from your friends at Nebraska Land National Bank. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Glad to have you along with us on KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are the difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit today. The Bearcats, through their first four games, uh, playing some tough-up competition as well with wins over the defending state champion, Omaha Creighton Prep, on opening night, then going to Millard West, winning 68-67, going to Omaha Burke, and winning in double overtime, 66-64, and now trying to bounce back with the game against Fremont. All of their games against state-rated teams here to start the basketball season. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. The key tonight, as it's going to be most of the time, can Carney High handle the big boys for Gretna and Trey Brown and Isaiah Workman 
This is a team that has a lot of experience coming back from last year. That's why they're ranked number one in Class B. They lost by one to the eventual state champions in Elkhorn South last year in the semifinals, 59-58, to and then beat Sydney in the consolation game, going 24-2 and in the regular season. So it's Gretna and Carney. We're ready to get it going right after this. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. Custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper. North of the Railroad, First Avenue, on the Bricks, downtown Connie. With our producer-engineer Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda, the traveling green and white trim of the Gretna Dragons, the home white and blue trim, Carney High. This is about as good as atmosphere as I've ever seen at Carney High. It is jam-packed, and the Bearcats will take the opening tip, and Carney High will face a man-to-man defense here early on for the Dragons of Gretna. The Bearcats have had to score outside. They'll have to do it again here. Looks like Gretna more or less is going to go zone here. It looked like they were going to go man-to-man out front, but it is a zone here. And Carney being patient here on the opening possession. Ryan and Roseberry and Coster. Bounce pass into the paint to Murray. Backdoor cut, Roseberry attacks the right side of the glass and scores on the assist from Murray. Ty Roseberry will get the first bucket of the ball game, and Carney High will take a 2 to nothing lead here over the Dragons. Gretna now with their first possession. Really bodying up inside is going to be Trey Brown on Roseberry. Gets into the paint, kicks it back out. Rotates it in the left-hand corner to Jared Samuelson. Samuelson back out top. They'll go to the big fellow Workman down the paint. He'll score. Finger roll for Isaiah Workman. It'll be tough to stop him one-on-one tonight. A big guy that can handle the basketball. And we're tied 2-2 one minute into the ball game. Carney High will work it around to Murray, averaging just under 20 points a game. The leading score, he'll pop the open three. It's in and out, no good. Rebound grabbed by Imig. And here comes the offense of the Gretna Dragons in transition. Inside of the shot will be blocked. Cannon Coster blocking Trey Brown's shot. Coster with the block. Here come the Bearcats. Ryan trying to go coast to coast. Got tangled up in the lane and is going to be called for a travel. So a good defensive play. But Carney cannot finish as the travel is called. And Gretna calls the play that says Water Cup. And they'll be on the offense. Trying to get a screen top of the key for Emig. Post up down on the low block. Right side turnaround jumper is up. And it rolls in for Isaiah Workman over the top of Austin Murray. And Gretna will take the lead at 4-2. Murray now has it in the right-hand corner. Drop it over to Roseberry outside the arc against this 2-3 zone. Letting the big guy stay down low. Doing an Emig up top. Ryan skip pass over to Coster. Reverse it over to Roseberry. Not the top three-point shooter, but not afraid to put it up either. Skip it over to Murray. Murray on the weak side, right side. Couple of dribbles, dumps it into Techmeyer in the corner. The lefty fires the three. It's off the iron, just a little bit short. Rebound brought down by Trey Brown. Stole it away, Ryan. Ryan will score. Zach Ryan comes away with a loose ball and drops it home. But a timeout going to be called here by Gretna. And Coach Brad Feekin is more than upset about giving that one away. And he calls a timeout with a face that would make all Baronic coaches very happy. 5.40 to go. First quarter, 4-4. Cats and Dragons here on ESPN. 
Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. 540 to go in the first quarter, 4-4. Coach Beacon was not happy with the turnover and blasted it with the timeout immediately. So Gretna will now face full court man-to-man pressure, no trapping into the hands of point guard Ty Duen, guarded by Ryan, forcing him to the left. He'll hand it off to Emig. Emig swings it outside the arc to the 6'5 senior Workman. Workman back up top to Emig. Down along the baseline, looking for Trey Brown. Brown working on Roseberry. Again, Jake Waller has been out with the back injury the last couple of games. Roseberry, good defense down low, and Workman's shot won't go. Austin Murray will pull down the rebound, the first for the Bearcats, and into the front court, Coster. Over on the right side of the key, they'll go to Roseberry back up top. Gretna trying to extend that zone with Imming all over it. Here's a fire underneath, trying to get it to Coster. It ricochets off the rim. He gets it back out to Techmeyer, attacks the lane, kicks it left corner. Three for Murray. Is too strong, no good. Ryan follows the shot, gets the rebound, puts it up, no good, and a follow jam by Coster. Zach Ryan kept it alive, and Coster with the follow dunk. And you talk about bringing a place alive. It's 6-4 Bearcats up top with it. It'll be Workman. Workman trying to take it into the paint. The one-hand floater won't go. Murray will battle for the rebound, and we've got a foul called on the Dragons. Oh, don't get this place going, Gretna. Don't fire them up because they won't sit down. The Rowdies in full force. 6-4. The foul is the first of the game on Trey Brown. There is hardly a place to put your keister here at Kearney High. This is what high school sports are all about right here. Into the ball game for Carney is Shiloh Robinson, the young 6'6 freshman, getting him into the fray here early for Coach Baronic. And Roseberry will get a breather. 4'10 to go, first quarter, 6'4, Carney. Here comes Coster down the lane again, but he's short-armed the scoop shot. The rebound will be grabbed by Jared Samuelson, who checked into the ball game. Samuelson trying to go coast to coast, and he cut right in front of Robinson, who couldn't get out of the way, and I think they're going to call him for a hand-check foul. That's just one of those where Shiloh was in the wrong place trying to get down to his spot. First foul of the game on Carney, and here comes Emmett Knight into the ball game for Gretna. 6-4, Carney high, and they'll throw it in tonight in the front court right in front of the Rowdies. They'll probably get to learn some new phrases tonight. Three-pointer is up no good that time for Samuelson, and the rebound will be brought down by Carney high. Techmeyer and Murray were over there. And we've got a grab out at the top of the key here on the Dragons. Going for the steal and getting the arm is going to be Zach Emming. That'll be his first and the second on Gretna. And right back into the ball game will be Trey Brown. And also coming in is Joey Johnson, a 6'1 sophomore. I think Coach Fika just wanted to have a little extra time with his 6'6 senior, junior in Trey Brown. So Techmeyer to throw it in underneath the Carney High basket out to Coster. Back in the corner to Murray. He's guarded by Brown, so height is advantage there for Murray. Rotate it right corner to Ryan. Ryan gets out of there. Oh, Robinson's wide open to the right-hand corner, but they're already shifting to the left. Back to Murray. Everything's outside the arc. Now Murray tries to bring it in the paint. Drives, kicks it out. Techmeyer, wide open three. Nothing there. Rebound brought down 
by Emmett Knight. Carney is 0 of 4 from downtown early. Long outlet pass picked off by Techmeyer. Techmeyer got back on defense. He didn't pout, and as he drives to the other end, he throws it up and in and draws the foul, but they will not count the bucket. As he drew the contact, so he chucked it up from the free throw line, trying to get the three-point play. The foul will be on Ty Dewan, but another hustle defensive play by the Cats to force the third turnover for Gretna. Coster underneath the hoop, tries to go backside to Murray, but it's swatted out of bounds by Jared Samuelson. And back into the ball game, Isaiah Workman. Emmett Knight out. That'll give him the big boys underneath again here defensively for the Dragons. Coster to throw it in on the baseline. Lobs it out on the wing to Techmeyer. Takes a couple of dribbles into the Dragons, and they block it and take it away. It was taken away by Trey Brown, and then Workman trying to go coast to coast. Loses it on the way up. Turnover number four for Gretna. And the Dragons have been stuck on four for almost three minutes. Carney only up by two, 6-4 here at home. Coster to Techmeyer. Murray and Ryan also outside the arc. Shiloh Robinson on the weak side. Techmeyer drop step, gives it out to Robinson. He'll cast up a three. How about it? Shiloh Robinson gets the first three of the ball game. The Bearcats are now up by four, nine to four. Gretna off the high screen. Dewan kicks it over the left wing. Kicks it back out top into the hands of Samuelson. And they'll reset it. Joey Johnson back over to Dewan on the right wing. They lag off Workman who lobs it inside for the wide open Trey Brown. Got open off the back screen and lays it up and in for his first bucket of the ball game. Zach Ryan quickly into the front court. No moss under the feet of these players. 9-6. Want to let you know, Monday Night Football, Lions and New Orleans will keep you up to date, and we will join that after our basketball. Inside Murray on the low block. Looks for a cutter. Now has to force it up, and he has it swatted. He didn't have a choice. He knew what was going to happen. And Isaiah Workman, Tomahawk, chopped that baby. And at the other end, Ryan gets in the way and almost comes away with a steal for the Bearcats. And it'll come back over to Gretna. Murray, some of the time, if he can get a guy that's his height, he can work with them. But these guys are double teamed, two, three inches taller. And he knew that he didn't have anybody to pass it to. He was going to get a three-second call. 9-6 Carney, two minutes to go first quarter. Trying to work his way inside, taking a jump step, and putting it up and in is going to be Jared Samuelson. I don't know about in high school if you can get away with that. You can in the pros, but maybe not high school. Now Carney turns it over for the second time. Coming up with a loose basketball, Tyler Sullivan. And the ball deflected away again, and you could already tell how hard these kids are breathing out there. Hard, hard breathing right now, so we're going to need to see some subs with a minute 40 to go. And here comes Ryan Koski in for Carney. Koski, Koster, Robinson, Techmeyer, and also checking in Trey Clevenger. And Gretna will call a timeout. They can't get the ball in to avoid the five-second count. A timeout will be called, and the Dragons have had to use two here in the first quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with a minute 40 to go in the first. Carney 9, Gretna 8 on ESPN Radio. Tis the season to celebrate Christmas, and tis the season to plan your whole farm solutions for 2016. For your variable rate technology, soil nutrients, seed, and crop protection, speak with your Aurora agronomy expert. Our grain team is ready to help you with marketing that crop, and the livestock nutrition and energy professionals will make sure you have optimal rations for your cow herd and bulk fuel and oil to keep your equipment running. At the Aurora Cooperative, we want to be your solution for higher yields, healthy livestock, and successful grain marketing. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. 
With our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda here at Kearney High School. The girls' game went to Gretna, 57-54. It was close the whole way. No team led by more than six at any point. And here, a minute 40 to go in the first quarter. Kearney leads Gretna 9-8. Inbounds pass and a quick jumper from the corner. Jared Samuelson shows how to hit a jump shot, and the Dragons are back on top, 10-9, scoring six in a row. Koster to Koski in the corner to Techmeyer. With a minute 25 to go here in the quarter, Gretna has their second lead over to Clevenger. Everybody outside the arc trying to find a way to get it inside, and we've got a reach-in foul called on the Dragons. Took a bad hop there on Clevenger, and they're going to call Ibbing with his second personal foul. And now Murray going to check in. Coach Feekin didn't think it was a foul, obviously, so now he has to sub in. Ty Dewan checking in. Has to ask who for. Come on, Ty. Inbounds pass here for the Bearcats in the front court, all the way in front of the fans to Murray just to get it into Clevenger between the circles. Trey with a left-hand dribble being hounded out there by Tyler Sullivan. Gives it off to Robinson. Over to Techmeyer. Bearcats have been on nine for a while since the Robinson three. Koski to Murray. Murray itching for his first points of the ball. Game puts the ball on the floor into the paint. Drives, dishes, but stepping in front to knock it away. Trey Brown, third turnover for Carney, and the Bearcats get it back. Clevenger will come up with a loose ball. Gretna trying to go too fast. On the wing, Techmeyer left side. Kicks it back out. Clevenger, and they'll reset Koski between the circles. And a three for Murray. It's in. Austin, Austin Murray with the second three of the quarter. The Bearcats are back on top, 12 to 10. 40 seconds remain here in quarter number one, 12 10. Cats by two. Up top of it, Samuelson. Everybody to the left. Samuelson handed his face, buries a three. Jared Samuelson, seven here off the bench in the quarter. Retina up by one, 20 seconds to go. With it is Techmeyer on the right side of the key, dribbles it up top, trying to get one more quality shot in the quarter. Drives, no look pass to Koski, and he has it swatted from behind by Isaiah Workman, and Gretna has the basketball with 10 seconds. Up ahead, they'll go to Samuelson. Backs out with six, with five. Samuelson trying to take Techmeyer. Fade away, 18-footer. It is good. Holy cow. Jared Samuelson. What are you doing playing in Carney? We could probably use you playing in Carney when you graduate, too, my friend. Nine in the quarter for Samuelson, and it's 15-12. to 12. Kretna in front after one quarter here on ESPN. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Even more basketball at the 9th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Deron Davis against Omaha South led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 13th. Single tickets, good for all eight games featuring seven area teams. Log on to heartlandhoopsclassic.com for all the matchups. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or via Ticketmaster. 
Don't forget, we've also got basketball on Classic Hits 98-9 as Kennesaw and Amherst are battling. Kennesaw taking care of business in the girls' game, a battle of unbeaten state-rated boys' teams here tonight in Amherst. And Randy Bushcutter has the call on Classic Hits. We're also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Gretna will get the ball to start the second quarter of play. They scored the final five points of the first, and they lead it by a score of 15-12 to 12 here over the Bearcats. Nine points off the bench for Jared Samuelson. Five different players with a bucket apiece for Carney High. Neither team has shot a free throw. Down low, Workman. He gets double teamed out to Samuelson for three, and he finally missed one. Murray will go up and yank down the rebound. The third for Austin to Ryan into the front court, and Carney has their original five starters out there. Coster rotated into the right-hand corner to Roseberry, right back out to Techmeyer against this extended 2-1-2 zone. More of a 2-3. Workman really doesn't get in the middle. So Coster for three, in and out, no good. And the rebound brought down by Workman. Carney, two of seven from three-point land. Gretno, one of three to this very moment. 15-12, Dragons, the number one team in B. Puts the ball on the floor, got Coster in the air, waited for him to come down, and Zach Emmett gets the bucket. And over the last three minutes, Gretna isn't missing much. And they're up 17-12, their largest lead at five. So the Bearcats need an answer right now. Ryan, wide open at the top of the circle, decides to kick it to Roseberry for three. Ty got it. Ty Roseberry with his second bucket of the ball game. 17-15, a three at the other end. Emig tries it. It's no good. Rebound run down to the corner by Emmett Knight. Knight gets it inside to Workman. Low block left side. Bounces off Murray. Puts it up. It rattles in and out. No good. Good defense by Murray. And here come the Bearcats. Coster across the timeline. Roseberry shot that three at the other end because he was right by his dad who told him to shoot it. So he did, and he made it. 17-15. Gretna by two. Six and a half to go. Second quarter skipped past Dangerous. Roseberry came and got it into the corner. Zach Ryan for three. It's all the way around and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Samuelson. And here comes Gretna. Samuelson out of control, but Roseberry wasn't set. And Ty will be called for the blocking foul. That is his first. The team's second. Four have been called on Gretna. A two-point game right now for the Dragons. Robinson and Koski in for Carney and Trey Brown for Gretna and Immig out. So now they're a little post-heavy as opposed to guard-heavy. And Workman to throw it in. Workman looking up top, goes underneath, and Dewan's open, and Koski fouled him. They got everybody out and snuck the little guy in. And Ty Dewan will go to the line and shoot two. Koski with his first personal foul. Don't forget at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the first half stats, a Monday Night Football update, a recap of the girls' game with Coach Jason Boyd. Dropped a tough one tonight to a state-rated Gretna, 57-54. And the free throw by Dewan is up and in. 18-15. Second free throw. On the way, and good. Got them both. First two points of the game for Ty. 19-15, Dragons by four as Ryan brings it into the front court. Looks at the zone defense. 1-3-1. Ryan gets it over to the wing to Murray. 4-3. Got it. Austin Murray with his second three, and it's 19-18. Carney hits their fourth three of the ball game. They're going to have to hit a few, it looks like, tonight. Doing gives it off to Workman. Workman working on Roseberry. Generous with the step. Back out tonight. They'll let him have the three, and he's way off the mark. The rebound brought down by Roseberry. There's a reason they'll let him have the three to Murray, and Knight got back and fouled him as he tried to attack the baseline right side. Two free throws coming up. Emmett Knight 
with his first personal foul. Austin Murray will shoot the first free throws of the night for Carney High. Chance to tie and possibly take the lead right here. And the first free throw. On the way, and it skips out for Murray. Here's Techmeyer and Koster back in. Koski and Roseberry checks out for the Bearcats. So Robinson, Murray, Koster, Ryan, and Techmeyer, the five on the floor for Carney High. Second free throw, Murray up and hit the front of the rim. No good, so it's still... A one-point Dragon lead. Emmett Knight, who committed the foul, gets the rebound. 19-18 Dragons. Five and a half to go. Second quarter here on ESPN Radio. Samuelson jump pass, but still outside the arc. Got it to Brown. Right back up top to Workman. Try to get it into Brown, and Zach Ryan stepped in the passing lane, made the steal, and then it's punched away from behind on the way up the floor, and Gretna gets it right back. A lot of quickness out there on the floor. Underneath, Gretna gets it, and instead of a walk on the Dragons, they call a foul on the Bearcats. Once in a while, the radio guy has to make a signal so the official can see that he blew it. That's the second foul on Shiloh Robinson. Trey Brown did the two-step, then the cha-cha-cha, and he'll go to the line to shoot two, and he'll nail the first one. It's not such a big deal if the kid walks at the top of the key and then makes a pass, but when it goes from a turnover to a foul in points, and I will, I will make a slim prediction, there will be a makeup call very soon for Carney High. Second free throw is on the way, and it's in and out, no good. So Brown got one of two, and Coster will pull down his second rebound. Bearcats down to 20 to 18. Five minutes to go here in the second quarter. Ryan over in the corner. Roseberry came right back in after a brief rest. Gets it all the way down to the corner to Ryan. Bounces it into Coster. Posts up, takes the shot over the top of Joey Johnson, and scores. And in Coster, and on the inbound, is stolen away. Techmeyer attacks, scores, four and ten. Jake Techmeyer with the steal and bucket, and that is what made Brad Feekin blow his top in the first three minutes of the game. But he's already used two timeouts, so he's not going to use another one of the Bearcats. Now back on top, 22-20. Four and a half to go here in quarter number two. Ty Dewan over to Samuelson, who has been amazing. Now drives in on Techmeyer, fadeaway from nine, but that spins out no good. Murray's there for another board, his fifth. Outlet pass, Ryan, don't have numbers. To Coster, wisely pulls it up. Back to Roseberry at the top of the key. Bounce pass wide. Austin Murray comes out and gets it to Ryan. Gretna playing matchup here. Over to Coster. Dribbles back. Dewan poked at it. Couldn't get it to Roseberry. Good defense here by the Dragons. Staying in that 2-3 zone and very active in it. Roseberry over on the left wing to Ryan. Skip pass to Murray. Tries to move it quickly. Thought about the three. Didn't take it. Coster's open. He'll take the three right corner. Good. Good decision by Murray to make the extra pass. Three threes here in the corner, and it's 25-20. Fast break the other way. Murray swats it away. Hennig with a good feed to Trey Brown, and Murray got back and put it into the Rowdies. 3.36 to go here in the first half. 25-20. Carney with the lead. They've scored seven in a row. And back in the game, Isaiah Workman. Sometimes it's just flat out hard to hear your own voice in this gym, so I'm just going to assume that it's going over the airwaves tonight. Thanks for being part of what's been a great start to the season for the Carney High Bearcats. Workman to take it out in the deep corner. Lobs it into Samuelson. Turned, ran into Koski. 
with his face, and they're going to call Koski for the foul. That's one of those where Koski didn't really give him room to turn. It's like when you go for a layup and don't give the kid room to come down, you're going to get called for the block every time. And similar to that, Koski will get his second foul. Team fouls are now even at five apiece. And the inbounds pass here for Gretna. On the block right side, they will get it to Sullivan, and he'll just dribble out of there. Spread the floor, get it to Workman on the right wing. Bearcats staying in the man-to-man. Ty Dewan guarded by Roseberry. May have a mismatch there, but they get it on the block. Now back up to Dewan through his hands. Koski can't quite get to it. And it's knocked out of bounds off Carney. Zach Ryan knocking it away. Goes up into the route. He says, what's up? And Gretna to throw it in. <laughs> and Workman, who's throwing it in, just smiles. He actually acknowledges the Rowdies. Probably not the right thing to do. Gives it back to Dewan. Takes it back over to Workman on the right side. Everything outside right now. Samuelson forces his way in. Makes a good bounce pass in the paint to Brown, who forces it up and in. A lot of power there. And Trey Brown now with five points. That was a good bounce pass. 25-22. Ryan almost lost the handle and then has it knocked away. Zach was coming off the dribble to make a pass, and the ball slipped out of his hand. Murray out. Coster in. 2.56 to go, second quarter, Kearney 25, Gretna 22 here on ESPN, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Ryan all the way across the court, the width of the courts from the Gretna bench, over to Ty Roseberry, back across to Ryan for the three, but it's too strong, and the rebound brought down by Trey Brown. And up the floor comes Dewan, Dewan still going into the paint, kicks it into the corner to Workman, passes on the shot and gives it off to Samuelson. Samuelson... Trying to work the ball screen dribble. Draws the double team. Works it back against the grain. Three-pointer on the way. Doing no good. Rebound brought down by Zach Ryan. His second of the game. Gretna won a six from the outside. Long three. Coster in transition. Hello. Cannon Coster with eight in the quarter. Ten of the game. And the Bearcats now have their equal, have their largest lead of the game. 28-22. I really think if Coach Beacon hadn't burned a timeout earlier, he might use one here. Down six. 210 to go in the second quarter, but he's going to play it to half. And as Jake Techmeyer went for the steal, a foul called on Jake. And for Techmeyer, that'll be his first. It is the sixth team foul. And now checking in Zach Tice for the first time. Zach Ryan will get a breather. 2.02 to go in the second quarter. 28-22 Cats. Gretna ball underneath their own hoop. They throw it in short here to Samuelson. Right block into the paint. Fadeaway jumper off the heel. No good. Ty Roseberry with his second board. Quickly gets it out to Coster and into the front court to Techmeyer. Back to Cannon. Thought about pulling another long one there, but pulls it down. Rotates it over. Here's Tice for three. It's on the way. No good. Backside rebound. Koski has it. And then a near over and back. Roseberry made sure to save it, even though it was touched by Gretna. Minute 35 to go in the corner. Tice on the baseline is trapped and his pass is knocked away. And a turnover for Carney, their fifth. 28-22, Cats. Into the corner, Workman. He's doubled out to Brown. Back to Workman on the left wing. Coach Feekin all the way at midcourt trying to shout instructions. Hard for the kids to hear. A minute 15 to go in the quarter. 28-22, Carney. About as much patience as we've seen from Gretna. To Tyler Sullivan, puts the ball on the floor, comes into the paint, and shuffled the feet. Tried to come to the jump stop and just lost his balance. He attacked so hard that the momentum carried him into the travel. The eighth turnover for the Dragons. Emmett's Knight is back on for Gretna. Samuelson's out there. 
Brown, Workman, and Immig for Carney. It's Techmeyer, Coster, Murray, Tice on the floor. And down here in the corner is Roseberry. A minute to go. First half, Carney looks like they should get the lead into halftime. Murray skips it over to Roseberry. Gretna extending that zone. Let's see what Coach Baronic wants to do. Does he milk the clock? High post, dangerous pass to Techmeyer. He attacks, left-hand scoop shot. He lost his balance. It's no good. And the rebound, Isaiah Workman, looked like his left foot slipped on the way up. Knight in the front court. Back out top, Workman. He's been quiet here in the quarter. 30 seconds to go before half. Coach Beacon says, let's get her set up. Into the hands of Immig. Over to Workman. He checks the clock. They're going to hold for one. Now Carney has to make sure they don't foul. Even though they have one to give, if you've got somebody out there with no fouls, like Tice, you might foul him with about seven seconds to go. All the way at midcourt 10. And that's exactly what he did. I don't think Tice meant to, but that's not a bad foul at all, Zach Tice. You fouled him. They've got to take it out over on the side with eight seconds to go. And I misspoke. That's actually the seventh foul. So it is a one and one. It is Gretna with five fouls. So Zach didn't want to do that. It'll be his first and a chance on a one and one here for Zach Immig. This will be his first trip to the line. Now there's eight seconds left. Carney will have plenty of time to get the ball up the floor and probably get a good-looking shot as long as they grab the board. Free throw, Immig up, and no good. Rebound, Austin Murray. Up the floor, Austin comes midcourt with five. All the way down the lane, coast-to-coast layup. Oh, they're going to call a charge. And that is the first foul on Murray. I thought Austin had got out to the side enough to lay it up off the glass. And now there's two seconds to go. It looked like there was room. That's a bang-bang coin flip call. That one went against Austin. The bad thing about it is he missed the shot. It could have just let the half run out. No call. We go to halftime. So, but it's just the first foul on Murray. Two seconds. Can Gretna get a shot? It's doing to throw it in to Samuelson. Samuelson lost the handle, and that is the end of the first half of play. The Carney Bearcats, 28. The Gretna Dragons, 22. We'll come back with the Ramona Sanitation Halftime Report right after this on ESPN Radio, KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings. Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reaped the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back to Kearney High School for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. At the half, Kearney 28 and Gretna 22. We see that both Riley and Connor Baronic here to cheer on his 
their brother Drake coaching here tonight in a full house at Kearney High. If you have a badge, stay away tonight. Just stay away. Listen to the game. If you have a badge, just stay away because we're having a good time here at Kearney High. In the girls' game earlier tonight, 57-54, it was Gretna getting the win over Kearney in a game that never had a lead of more than six points. Uh, Gretna was led by Maddie Meadows and Lauren Leapley, who each had 18 points in the ball game. And for Kearney High, 18 points for Skylar Snyder, 13 for Kelsey Clark. She hit four threes tonight, and Lauren Spiker hit 10 points this evening. Carney now 3-2. and two. They'll play next Monday in the GDAC tournament at McCook against North Platte. We just will uh, run that down for you again here at the half before we take a look at our uh, first half stats. The boys and girls of the GNAC will be playing next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday in McCook. In the boys' tournament, Kearney High will play Lexington at 7-15 Monday night. On their half of the bracket, Scotts Bluff plays Columbus. On the top half of the bracket, Norfolk plays McCook, and Hastings will play North Platte. That is also a 3:45 tip. In the girls' GNAC tournament, Kearney girls will play North Platte next Monday afternoon at 2 o'clock. On their side, Columbus plays Scotts Bluff. On the bottom half of the bracket at 2, Hastings will play McCook. And at 5.30, Norfolk will take on Lexington. Other girls' scores from earlier tonight. Giltner edged Palmer 40-26. Kearney Catholic down Overton 73-27. And uh, Pleasanton was a winner. Unofficially, we'll double-check that score. And Kennesaw a winner over Amherst tonight. Again here, it was 57-54, Gretna over Kearney. We'll be at the Ravenna Holiday Tournament next Monday and the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament next Tuesday and Wednesday here on ESPN and Classic Hits 98.9. Ravenna will play Riverside and uh, Overton will play Centura over at Ravenna. And then Kearney Catholic plays Ogallala and Amherst plays North Platte, St. Pat's. We'll take a break, come back and chat with head coach Jason Boyd right after this timeout. It's the dream of every American, your own home. And TNT Contracting brings that dream to you with the incomparable beauty and craftsmanship that only they can provide. Whether your old home is not big enough or you're looking to update it, TNT Contracting can complete your new home or remodel on time, on budget. TNT Contracting can help you with everything, including the design of your new home or remodel. Call Todd and Tim today at TNT Contracting. Check out their Facebook page for contact information and more. They are what you might say dynamite at what they do. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We're joined by Carney Girls basketball coach Jason Boyd. And Coach, I thought it was a fun game to watch and call, but you always want to win. And uh, Gretna just a little bit better tonight. Uh, when, when you hit a three-pointer from the corner that goes off the glass and in, uh, that's going to help you in the fourth quarter. But uh, your team still trying to get 100% healthy. And uh, that second quarter didn't help you at all tonight with just three points. Uh, first, thanks for the time. Second, Merry Christmas. Third, what was the difference tonight? Well, yeah, the second quarter was big, obviously. We struggled against their zone and, and went to something different. Just, you know, at halftime talked about it a lot. Went, went to something different third quarter and got it inside a couple times in a row, and they got out of it right away. Probably went, should have went to it earlier, obviously. We were trying some other stuff that we run against the 3-2 zone, and we're struggling for some reason against it, and uh, and that hurt us bad. And then, and then down the stretch, you know, we they, they got it inside some, um, and they, they uh, you know, we've missed some free, the last few free throws. Otherwise, we were shooting really well from the lineup until that point. 
Got out-rebounded. I thought Gretna probably had even more offensive rebounds than I had for him here tonight. Now, they didn't always score, but they got a lot of second and third chance opportunities, especially off the missed threes. Right. And, I, you know, early in the third, it seemed like that was happening a little bit. We rotated some kids at that point. Uh, yeah, I thought it was worse than it ended up being the rebounding total. Uh, first half, you know, really first half, we, didn't, we I didn't think we played very well. First quarter was okay, but, but we, we turned it over a little too much first half. I thought we, we played pretty well second half. Really. We played well. We played better than we did Saturday um, in the second half, and uh, and they're a good team. I mean, they're 5'10". They're five, five, you got four starters, 5'10 or taller. Um, kind of a tough matchup for us a little bit. We're, we're a lot smaller than they are, and, and they fight hard, and they, you know, they've, they've had a good program for years and years and years, and we've never played them before, you know, which, which obviously they hadn't played us either, but we like to be familiar with our opponent a little bit. We kind of kind of scouting wise a little bit easier it was kind of tough to read them on film but they're they're big they're big and they're they're and they're you know they got a bunch of shooters and they hit their shots you know we watched them on film from their waverly game that they got beat pretty good the other night on and they uh they weren't hitting anything and of course they come out and hit six threes in the first half against our zone well aurora did it to you on saturday so you've had a couple of games here that probably don't go down as what you wanted to see and you don't get a lot of time to work you'll, you'll i assume get to practice here a couple of times before the uh, holiday tournament, but three games in three days down at McCook, back and forth every single day. Uh, how do you get ready for that? Well, we have practice tomorrow, and then we have five days off, and then we play Monday. So we don't have a, we don't have a practice right before. Um, so nothing organized. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, but we'll we'll uh, you know we'll have a little we'll have a little hour long practice or so morning of on Monday and then get ready. Everybody's in the same boat. Good thing for us, we feel like we're at least nine deep. I think we're gonna be deeper than North Platte for sure, and and hopefully make that a full court game and 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 just rotate kids and, and hopefully tire them out a little bit. Um, so we we're, you know we we have some film on basically about everybody in conference tournament already. Uh, kind of worked on that all day today, and then so we'll be ready for them. Who's going to be the stiff competition uh, in this tournament? Who, uh, who's playing good basketball in the GNA? You know, Hastings, Hastings and Norfolk are the two and three seeds. Uh, but Columbus is the four seed. And, you know, Columbus beat Beatrice, who's traditionally always really good. Uh, and they just have some tough losses. They have a close loss to Hastings. A, two, last, a buzzer beater loss to Norfolk. Um, so they have a couple tough losses where, you know, hopefully, you know, that's probably who we're going to see in the semis if we can get by North Platte, which we hope we can. And then... And that's not going to be an easy one right away. So those teams are all playing pretty well right now. All right, Coach. Uh, good luck next week. Merry Christmas, and uh, thanks for the time. Thanks, Doug. You too. That's Jason Boyd, head coach of the Carney Bearcats. They came up just short this evening, 57 to 54. Now let's take a look at the final or the first half stats of our uh, boys game. And we will start with Gretna. I have Ty Dewan with two points. Emmett Knight, three rebounds. Zach Immig has two points and a rebound. Jared Samuelson was red hot off the bench, and he was able to pick up nine points, two rebounds. Trey Brown has five points, two rebounds, and Isaiah Workman, four points and two rebounds. Fifteen points in the first quarter, seven in the second. And at the half, I have 22 points, ten rebounds, three out of five at the free throw line, one of six from three-point land, three blocks, eight turnovers for Gretna. For Carney High, Zach Ryan, two points, two rebounds. Jake Techmeyer, two points and a rebound. Ryan Koski, a rebound. Austin Murray has hit a couple of threes. Six points, six rebounds and a block. Shiloh Robinson hit a three-pointer. Ty Roseberry has five points and two rebounds. And Cannon Coster leads the way with ten points, two rebounds, and one blocked shot. Twelve points in the first quarter, 16 in the second. At the half, 28 points, 14 rebounds. 
0 of 2 at the free throw line. From three-point land, they were 2 of 6 in the first quarter, and they were 4 of 8 in the second quarter. So 6 out of 14, 2 blocks, 5 turnovers. And at the half, Carney leads it 28-22. This has been the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. The second half is next. Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating has several certified plumbers on staff that can take your call quickly. Projects like new construction, renovations, remodeling, higher efficiency equipment upgrades, backflow prevention, retrofits, and everything in between. Day or night, they will gladly accept your emergency call. For over 60 years, Anderson Brothers is the place to call for plumbing at 800-824-1865. With our producer-engineer, Jeff Extramon, Doug Duda, with a gym full of Bearcat fans and a good crowd from Cretna made the trip as well. And Carney High is going to get the ball to start the third quarter of play, and they lead it by a count of 28 to 22. Bearcats working it around the perimeter. No one in the game has more than two fouls. Lob it to Costner, and he'll dunk it. Well, they had a good one drawn up out of the... Locker room, and I didn't see Coster sneaking around there, but when that ball goes up, you know what's happening, and it just gets the crowd right back into it. It's the largest lead of the game for Carney, eight points, 30-22. to 22. Brown with it out of the wing. Gretna now has to find a way to get something going offensively good here to start the third quarter of play. Samuelson is going to get the uh, basketball. He was original starter. I kept saying off the bench, but he came back off the bench. And really got after it. Entry pass down, little workman wrap around to Brown. The one extra pass, the layup is good. And Trey Brown now with seven points, and it's 30 to 24 Bearcats. Ryan up the floor to the trailer. Techmeyer up top. He'll go to Murray. Murray swings it back to Ryan again. The four out, one in, three pointer. Coster trying to stay hot, but that one is no good. The defensive rebound. Brought down by Workman. Up ahead, Dewan trying to go coast to coast. Murray tipped it away. It's picked up by Zach Ryan. Now he's trying to bring it up the floor, three on two. Stops, fadeaway, good. Not a fadeaway, a leaner. Up and in. Zach Ryan with the leaner and the bucket. And it's 32 to 24. So again, the defense creating here. The ninth turnover for Gretna. Samuelson swings it back over to Ty Dewan, who hasn't been doing much in this basketball game, but just getting it from one point to another. Down to Workman, dribbles it off his foot. Jump ball. It will be Gretna's, but Ty Roseberry switches the arrow. And into the game will be coming Tyler Sullivan. Carney High has all of their timeouts, and Gretna has three as we come into the second half. And Gretna will take it out underneath their own hoop. Workman to throw it in. Lobs it out here to Samuelson. Fade away from eight over Techmeyer. It's good. Jared with 11 points. You just don't see that much anymore from even the A and B kids. As a three for Murray is on the way quickly in the left-hand corner. It's no good. And Workman will get his fourth rebound. He'll come across the timeline, tries to get it over to Samuelson. It's denied there by Techmeyer, so he goes elsewhere. Sullivan back up top. Dewan drives in, kicks it back out. Three-pointer on the way. Emig, and it's good. Just the second three of the ball game, and Zach Hibbig will cut the deficit in half from 6-3. 32-29, Carney. Five and a half to go here in the third quarter. Bearcats lead once was eight. Now Coster, jump pass at the corner to Murray. Back out to Techmeyer. You could hear the Gretna fans yell travel and 
They may have shuffled the feet. Fires it into Techmeyer. Got the defender in the air, but Workman plays it cleanly, and the shot is no good. Rebound brought down by Samuelson, and then they lose the handle. Can they grab it before it goes out of bounds? Yes, Emig runs it down deep in the left-hand corner. And they'll kick it back out. Gretna a three to tie. They were down eight just a moment ago. Samuelson drives inside, brings it to the paint. Roseberry got in his way and draws the blocking foul. For Ty, that'll be his second. That's the first foul of the half on either team. And Trey Clevenger now gets set to check into the ball game. And Tech is going to check out. Workman to throw it in. Vertical along the baseline. Lob it into Brown, into the paint with a quick pass. One-hand jumper. Rolls around the rim and won't go. Missed a bunny there. And Austin Murray has the board up to Ryan. Gretna's done a good job most of the night of getting back. Here's Ryan into the paint. Wants to dish it out to Coster in the left-hand corner. Nobody's there, and it's turned over. Coster was going to shoot the three, changed his mind, and so he wouldn't walk. He just had to try and make a bounce pass to Ryan, who was not in the vicinity. And now Workman at three ties it. How quickly the momentum can change. Eight in a row, and we're tied at 32. The Dragons weren't down long. Murray tries to answer with a three, but it's no good. An 0 of 3 from downtown here in the quarter for the Bearcats. Gretna will get the rebound with Trey Brown, and the Bearcats really not running their offense here the last couple of times. We'll see what Coach Baronic wants to do. Nothing wrong with taking the open shot, not saying that. It's just that they have pulled the trigger quickly here. The ball knocked out of the hands of Tyler Sullivan, but he gets it back into paint, has to kick it out. Now Workman drives in and scores. Ten in a row for the Dragons, and they're up 34-32 midway through the third. Ryan over on the wing to Murray, and here is the timeout. So timeout will be called by Coach Drake Peronic with 3.47 to go here in the third quarter of play. Your score, Gretna 34, Carney 32. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game, from swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back. See Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. It's time now for our Seeds to Success, brought to you by Craig Weeches, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's easy, Pioneer.com, and your mobile Pioneer.com on their smartphone. The great Seeds to Success for a better yield. Start with Pioneer and Craig Weeches. Seeds to Success, keep Gretna off the glass. Carney High has to stay in that, and they're going to have to find a way to score without nailing a ton of threes like they've been able to do, but live by the three, die by the three, and they fire it into Costa, reverse layup, blocked, but a foul going to be called. It took a while to get the makeup call, but maybe got it there. It's going to be on Tyler Sullivan, his first of the game, and now Cannon Costa will go to the line. This is only the second time a Bearcat has been to the charity stripe here in the game, and the first free throw is up and in. Chance to tie it for Coster. He's got 13 to lead the way for the Bearcats. 3.35 to go here in the third quarter. Coster averaging just under 16 points per game. Monday night football, a minute to go in the first quarter. Lions 7, Saints 3 will join it in progress after our basketball game tonight. 
Second free throw, spins on the rim, but won't go. And Emmett Knight has his fourth rebound for the Dragons, and they keep the lead. 34-33, 3.30 to go, third quarter. A lot of threes right now. Carney could use another one, but they can't allow Gretna to get hot. They're two for two from beyond the arc. Samuelson, wow, a walk. <laughs> That's one that the playground goes, nice move, but he took the step. Then he tried to do the 360, and I think he was probably going to make the shot too. But Samuelson turns it over the 10th Gretna turnover. It's an admirable move, but not at the high school level. Ryan playing catch with Clevenger. They sang on train. Gives it back to Zach. Brings it in the paint, and he's double blocked in there. Zach Emmett got a hand on it. So did Sullivan. And at the other end, they try to block it. Oh, a foul. They blocked the shot, but they ran over Workman, who lost his balance to the baseline. Shiloh Robinson blocked it. But they're going to give fouls to uh, free throws to Workman, who has five and a quarter. And they give the foul to Shiloh, his third. I don't know if their legs or feet got tangled up. Everything up top looked clean. But Workman did hit the deck, and he'll hit the free throw. Six and a quarter, ten in the game now for the Dragon senior. 35-33, Gretna. Carney was up 32-24. In this quarter, second free throw, good. And checking back in, Trey Brown and Workman will check out. So Workman, a big quarter so far, seven of them. And Gretna leads it 36-33. Their largest lead has been five. They're up 15-10 in the first half. Robinson with it outside to Clevenger. Back between the circles, a little different-looking lineup right now for Carney. Murray's on the bench. Roseberry's on the bench. You've got Coster as maybe your number one scorer. So Zach Ryan's for three. In and out and off the glass. It still won't go. And the rebound brought down by Jared Samuelson. Everything but hit the bottom of the net on that three. 36-33. The Cats have only five points here in the third quarter. A three-point second quarter really hurt the Kearney girls, even though it was close down to the end. So far, Gretna has put up 14 in the quarter. A little shake and bake Samuelson. Again, a 360 move into the paint. The jumper bounces around and in. 13 now for Samuelson. 10 for Workman. 23 of the 38 here. Coster thought about a pull-up NBA three at the top of the key. Back over to Ryan. Gretna now with their largest lead equaled at five to Clevenger in the corner. Samuelson made a swipe at it. Couldn't get it up to Robinson. Back in the corner to Ryan. To the high post, Clevenger. He makes a move in the lane. He'll put it up, though. Too much move on both sides, and it's no good. Rebound brought down by Samuelson. Carney just hasn't had a good look in a while. And Gretna now slowly and surely pulling away. It's only five, but Carney just can't get a bucket to stem the tide here. Samuelson on the high pick and roll. Gives it up top to Trey Brown. Didn't know what to do with it. He wanted to throw it down on the baseline, but Sullivan was covered. That was like a double pick and row. Here comes Emmett Knight. Scoop shot, no good. Ends up in the hands of Zach Ryan, and Knight just keeps fighting for it and gets called for the foul, his second. And the second foul of the half here on the Dragons. 38-33, Gretna down to a minute five to go here in the third quarter. Seems like the quarter's moved along, and maybe that's because the Bearcats haven't been able to get a bucket. So the Bearcats will throw it in from midcourt. 
But a bucket here, it's a one-possession game, and then Gretna probably plays for the last shot with a minute to go. Robinson in the corner, knocked out of his hands. In front of the Rowdies, they'll throw it in again, and I mean the stage is full, and this gym is packed here tonight. Everybody's being strong for Coach B. Coster off the inbound, back up three, yes! Cannon Coster has six of the eight points here in the quarter for Carney High, and it's 38-36. Now let's see what the Dragons do with 45 seconds to go. The Bearcats put a little trap on, jump pass over to Dewan, into the front court to Workman, and back out to Ty Dewan, right to the hands of Samuelson, penetrates and kicks Workman a deep three, and it's good. Workman hits the three, and Gretna's three of three from downtown in the quarter. So they answer the three. Of Carney with one of their own. Now Coster with 23 seconds into the paint. Kicks it out to Murray. Right corner, 15-footer. Yes. It didn't want to, but Austin Murray with his first two-point bucket. 12 seconds to go in the third quarter, 41-38. Gretna has the lead and the last shot. Dewan midcourt with eight. Six, five. Dewan, they're just going to have him take it all the way to the rack. Scoop shot no good, and that is the end of the quarter as the rebound brought down by Cannon Coster. After three, Gretna 41, Carney 38. Here on KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings of the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100. Order straight from the menu, or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties, too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney. With our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda. As we head to the fourth quarter, the Gretna girls won 57-54. Now the Gretna boys, the number one team in Class B. Third-place finisher a year ago, lost in the semifinals by one to the state champion, Elkhorn South. They lead the Bearcats 41-38, and again, another down-to-the-wire boys game, it appears, for Kearney High. Five games before Christmas, all against state-rated teams. And Carney High will get the ball to start the fourth quarter. Cannon Coster with 16, Austin Murray with 8. For Carney, for Gretna, Isaiah Workman with 14, 10 of the quarter, and Jared Samuelson with 13. And Techmeyer has the ball knocked away. Not the way they wanted to start the quarter, and the layup is good for Zach Immig. He drew the double team and then wanted to throw back against it, lost the handle. Turnover number 7 for Carney. Coster quickly to the baseline, skip pass to Ryan up top, Techmeyer. They move it quickly back over to Murray. Dribbles to the left elbow and out. Through the zone, he'll go to Ryan. He decides to shoot and got it. Zach Ryan with his first three-point bucket of the basketball game. 43-41, Gretna. Carney missed their first four three-pointers here in this half and now have hit two in a row. One from Ryan and one from Coster. Ooh, Ryan went for the steal just about. Got it at the top of the key. Now it's five on four. Get it down on the low block. Brown dribbled it off his foot, then threw it off of Murray and out of bounds it went. And Austin dives into the padding. 
Good move by Trey Brown after it looked like he was going to turn it over. Doing back into the ball game now for Gretna. And the inbounds pass, wide open three. Emig in the corner, but it is no good. That's the first three they've missed after the three in a row this half. Techmeyer gets the long rebound. He'll bring it up, give it to Coster, attacks the lane, around the defender. The scoop shot is good, and we are tied. 18 points in the ball game for Cannon Coster, and we are knotted up at 43 with 6.45 to go in the game. Both coaches standing, pulling the short haircuts that they have here. Back and forth we go. The Dragons were down eight in this half. Then they're up five. Now we're tied. 43 all, and it's in Zach Emig's hands. Back out to Dewan, guarded by Ryan and the Carney man-to-man. Roseberry keeping an eye on the back door. Brown, Samuelson drives baseline. Jumper over Murray. Again, a little fade away, and Samuelson hits it. He's got 15, 45, 43. Dragons back up by two. Roseberry unguarded the top of the key to Murray. Murray. To the double team, back to Ty. Ty for three, and it's good. And if Ty can hit him from the outside, that'll pull Brown out and open that lane up a little bit. They'll have to respect it, and the Cats are back on top. 46-45, the ninth three-pointer of the ball game for Carney compared to four that have been made for Gretna. 5.45 to go here in the contest. The Cats by one. Gretna Sets it up, regroups, Samuelson, one-on-one, looking for the high pick and roll, and Workman's open. He'll take the three, and he'll bury it. Both of the players went with the screener, and the three-pointer is good, and a timeout called by Gretna right after knocking home the three. It's a full-length timeout with 5.33 to go in the basketball game. Your score, the Dragons 48, and the Bearcats 46. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. A score update for you on Classic Hits 98-9 at halftime in the Battle of Unbeatens. The Amherst boys continue to shoot lights out. They lead Kennesaw 44-26 to on Classic Hits 98-9. Kennesaw won the girls' game earlier tonight. Earlier tonight here, Gretna 57, Carney 54. And right now with five and a half to go in the boys' game, Gretna off the three, leads it 48-46. Bearcats with the basketball. Ryan to the high post. Robinson is back in. Shiloh's open, then tries to make a bounce pass inside to Jake Techmeyer, and the freshman shows a little bit there. It'll be at his ankles and out of bounds. I don't think Robinson could, could believe he was so wide open. And he's only shot it once, and he made a three. But didn't want it there, and now Gretna has the ball. 
Dewan brings it into the front court. They are more deliberate here the last couple of possessions. Into Brown, got through the double team and scored. They spread it, and they get it to the post, and Brown makes it 50. 246, the lead back to four. Tech Meyer at the top of the circle. Crossover dribble over to Ryan. Looks for the back cut. Coster instead skips it over to Roseberry. Right back to Tech Meyer. Murray on the bench right now getting a breather. Robinson backdoor cut. Got it to Coster. He's fouled and he scored. There's the Ravenna coming out and Coach Baronic. The backdoor cut worked to perfection and a chance for a three-point play for Cannon Coster, who just scored his 20th point of the basketball game. It's the second foul on Trey Brown. The third foul of the half, only two have been whistled on Carney. Something to keep in mind if it gets a little closer to the end of the game. And the free throw, Coster, is no good. So can't take advantage of that. Trey Brown will get his fourth rebound. 50-48, to 48, Gretna Dragons with the ball. Four and a half to go here on ESPN Radio. PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming, brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. Gretna with the ball between the circles. Dragons bring it over to Samuelson, who's played outstanding. Out top, Ryan went for the steal, couldn't give it. Now that gets Workman open, brings it into the paint. Over Robinson, who made him extend it. And the shot's no good, but it goes out of bounds off Coster. Carney thought Coster got shoved in the back. And Coach Drake Baronic has to make a lot of noise to get the officials' attention. I really don't think they know exactly what happened. They don't know what he's uh, complaining about. And... Now they can hear him. Inbounds pass, Gretna. Little give and go back and forth there between Samuelson and Workman. Now back to Samuelson against Murray, and Murray got caught up in the crossover and a blocking foul on Austin. That'll be his second. Third team foul. A couple of our officials from the eastern part of the state coming out to work with Doc Stevenson here tonight. And Gretna with a basketball. And they'll throw it all the way into the backcourt. To Ty Dewan. 50 to 48, midway through the fourth quarter. Gretna by a deuce. Workman will come out and take it on the right wing. Back to Dewan. Out for an open three, and Emig cannot get it to go. Rebound pulled down by Shiloh Robinson. Outlet pass to Ryan. Skips it to Murray. Numbers aren't there, but they keep moving. Ryan with a great pass to Robinson, who lays it up and in. And we're tied. What a scoop pass by Ryan to tie the game at 50 apiece. Four in a row for the Bearcats. And now the Dragons feel it a little bit as the Rowdies and Carney fans getting back into it. Robinson coming out, trying to guard. Jared Samuelson gets called for a hand check foul. The problem is that's the fourth on Shiloh. He's the only one with any problems in the foul department here in the ball game. And so Roseberry in, Robinson out. And it'll be Gretna Ball, and they're going to call a timeout. They'll only have one remaining. With 3.17 to go in a basketball game, your score is Gretna and Kearney 50-50. Our timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you, local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. 
Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options, and of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you, and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. 317 to go before the Christmas break for the Bearcats and the Dragons, and we are tied at 50. Cretna ball out of the timeout. They've got one remaining. They set up a screen and roll. Samuelson. Brown will come to the high post. No pass. Back out Samuelson. They'll reset to Dewan. Over to Imig. One of three from three-point land here in the fourth quarter for Gretna. Three minutes to go. 50 to 50. KXPN Carney KICS. In Hastings, Carney comes out, pressures the ball. Dewan dribbles deep into the paint, but never looked at the rim and brings it back out. When will somebody make a move to the hoop? There, Samuelson pushes off on Techmeyer, but no pass to him. He comes to the opposite corner. Now they're looking to get it to him with a man-to-man here for Carney. They've whittled away 30 seconds on this possession. Switch by Carney on the screen and switch back. Dewan's all the way out at midcourt. Now Ryan's out there, reaches and fouls. That's the first personal foul of the game. On Zach Ryan. And it is the fifth team foul of the half, so Gretna will throw it in. And Gretna will lob it into the backcourt to Dewan. They're trying to get Carney to overextend and go for the ball and leave somebody uncovered. Up front with it, Jared Samuelson. Tech buyer on him. Left hand dribble in place at the top of the key. Switches to the right, comes down to the paint. Good wraparound pass, but Brown can't handle it. It's stolen away. First turnover of the quarter. Here comes Zach Ryan, but his scoop pass is knocked into the crowd out of bounds. Almost toeing the line was Zach Imig. Ryan's had a couple of those tonight, but Gretna was able to fill the passing lane that time and knock away what would have been a layup. So Imig will take a break, and Emmett Knight will come in. 2.07 to go in a tie game. Carney has four timeouts. Gretna has one. Neither team is in the bonus. Roseberry, an open three for the lead. And it will not go. Rebound brought down by Isaiah Workman. Roseberry had hit one earlier this quarter and hit one back in the second quarter. Now Gretna has it. A minute 50 to go. Tie was open. That one didn't go. Carney looking for their 10th three of the game. Gretna playing keep away here. Carney chasing the ball. Workman 25 feet away. Murray out on him. Careful with the hand check. Workman starts to dribble, draws the double team deep into the left-hand corner, gives it to Knight, and now Coach Feekin doesn't like where they're out, and I believe if my uh, book is right, that is it. Gretna out of timeouts, I believe. And so with a minute 29 to go, 50 to 50, this time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. No, Mom, it's Josh's turn. I had to take it out the last time. 
Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. A good night of basketball here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation will be followed by Monday Night Football. Nine minutes to go in the second quarter. Detroit 14 and New Orleans 3 here 50-50 to with 129 to go. Inbounds pass. Immig underneath. Lost the ball. Got it back. Double dribbled. It's stolen away. And now a late a kick. A kick has been called, which would have negated a breakaway for Carney High. Gretna double dribbled the ball, and then they call a kick, and Gretna's going to keep the ball. Tough break for the Bearcats. So Workman to throw it in underneath. Our Usera Kara moment of the game is going to be right here because that should have been Carney basketball. We're tied at 50. Usera Kara Hospice with three locations in Carney, Grand Island, and York. Gretna has the ball with a minute 10 to go in the game. They may play for the last shot. They are really spreading the floor. Ryan went for the steal. Carney has a foul to give, and they just reach out and give it. I don't know why you would foul like that unless you're going to call a timeout and discuss strategy. Cannon Coster with the first personal foul, sixth team foul. Techmeyer out. Ryan Koski in a minute five to go. We're tied at 50. Gretna to throw it in. Workman, Workman looking and finally gets it to his last option, and Carney intentionally fouls to send Gretna to the line. I do not understand. We will find out from Coach Baronic in the postgame. But Zach Ryan just reached out, as he was told, hugged Ty Dewan about 28 feet away from the hoop with a minute three to go. And Dewan's two for two at the line. And as a team, they're 5-7. And this game is tied at 50. And the free throw is on the way by Ty Dewan. The front end of the one-and-one one for the lead. It is no good. Strategy works. Cannon Coster gets the rebound. That's why I've got the headset on. Murray to Ryan. Ryan a little open. He kicks it back out to Techmeyer. What will the Cats do? They've got timeouts. Coach Barana can use as many as he wants, and Carney is holding. Carney wants the last shot. Gretna puts token pressure on. They have three fouls to give. And Coach Feekin is saying, come out and foul him. 35 seconds to go. There's only three fouls on Gretna. Ryan dribbling, and Workman bodies him up. That's the first foul on Isaiah. It's the 14 foul. And again, I don't think Gretna has a timeout to discuss strategy here. If they do, it would be one. 33 seconds remaining. And Carney will have to take it out again. Again, Gretna can foul two more times without any consequence. Robinson is in there. Murray, Coster, Ryan, and Techmeyer to throw it in. And a timeout by Carney. Techmeyer didn't like what he saw, so he'll call a timeout. With 33 seconds remaining, this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Our score remains Carney 50, Gretna 50 on ESPN. 
New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery in Kearney, Nebraska is excited to welcome Dr. Nolan May to its team. As a Nebraska native with training in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine, Dr. May is excited to bring his knowledge and skills to Husker Loper Nation. Call 308-865-2570 today to learn more about Dr. May and New West Sports Medicine or to schedule an appointment. No referral is necessary and all major insurances are accepted. Call 308-865-2570. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Well, one of the timeouts that was credited to uh, Carney. So Gretna does have a timeout, but let's get back to action. Carney has two remaining. 33 seconds remaining. Techmeyer can't get it in again. Now, this, this hurts a little bit because Carney had all these timeouts they could use. They want to run the clock down, maybe set up a play. And now, according to our official book, we are down to one timeout. Remaining here for both teams, and we'll just keep it here with 33 seconds to go in the basketball game. And Ty Roseberry now going to check in for the Bearcats. You hate to burn a couple of timeouts just by simply not getting the basketball in on the same possession, but Carney wants to make darn sure that they hang on to the basketball. Earlier tonight in girls' action, Gretna got out of here with a 57-54 victory. Alma a winner over Southwest. Giltner beat Palmer. Carney Catholic, no problem, downing Overton. North Platte, St. Pat's beat Ogallala. Both those teams are coming out to the Carney Catholic Holiday Tournament next week. So those are some of the girls' games from earlier tonight. We had a 5.30 start, so most of the uh, boys' games yet to finish. But in the Metro, Papillion La Vista beat Omaha Bryant 68-55, and Papio South beat Omaha Northwest 71-55. So we're coming down to the last shot of the basketball game. If there is a jump ball, the possession arrow does point the way of Gretna. And it is Kearney basketball, so Roseberry's going to throw it in. And he'll throw it into the backcourt. The ball's tipped away and out of bounds off Gretna. Ty Dewan stepped in front as they were looking to get it to Techmeyer. And, of course, it's dangerous when you're throwing it towards the opponent's hoop. 32 seconds to go. Roseberry looking, and Murray finally comes free, takes it to the backcourt. So Carney high now with a basketball, tied at 50. Techmeyer, and there's a foul. Gretna begging for the charge, but it's a block doing. They've got the foul to give, so they give it. Fifth team foul, second team foul. Carney has had this situation numerous times, and they've only played four games. Roseberry to get it in, and he'll throw it, and Techmeyer's actually open, but They want to hold for the last shot. He'll bring it across the timeline. 20 seconds. Jake will hold it in the center circle. And here we go. Gretna will have to play defense. Carney, what miracle can they draw up here? Eight seconds. Techmeyer, they go with it. Techmeyer crossover to reach in foul. They had one to give. So 4.4, smart foul on the Dragons. Jared Samuelson. Each team has a timeout to use 4.4, and Coach Drake Baronic is going to use the timeout. And Carney has had some trouble getting the basketball in. 
So this, I believe, is it for Carney High. With 4.4 seconds to go in the contest, Carney will take it out in front of their own bench. Gretna now does not have a foul to give, and we are tied at 50. Will we have free basketball, or will we decide it when we come back? The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to pass events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. Last week, uh, two games ago, Carney threw that backdoor alley-oop to win down in Omaha in double overtime. Gretna knows that. There's only four and a half seconds remaining. Will Carney run the same look and go elsewhere? Because you've got to figure Gretna's got that covered. 4.4 to go in regulation. 50-50. to 50. Zach Ryan to throw it in. Murray, Roseberry, Coster, and Techmeyer on the floor. This is for the win. Ryan, there's the lob. Murray catches, shoots. It doesn't go, and we're going to overtime. Gretna grabbed the basketball. The clock stopped with .7 for some reason, but no timeout was called, was it? I don't think Gretna called the timeout. Let's see what the officials tell us. That is going to be the end of regulation, and we are going overtime. They had the lob. They threw it to their biggest man, Austin Murray. And he got a good look, but it rolled off the rim. And we're going to overtime here on ESPN. This is Justin Schwartz, market president of Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. One of the real joys of this holiday season is the opportunity to say thank you to our community for helping us continue to grow. We value the friendship and confidence that you have shown in us, and we look forward to serving you in the coming year. Our best wishes this holiday season from your friends at Nebraska Land National Bank. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Well, we go to overtime with Carney outscoring Gretna 12 to 9 to the fourth quarter, but it was 50 to 50 for the last three minutes of regulation, and neither team able to get a bucket, and Carney came oh so close. So now to overtime we go. This is the second overtime game of the year for the Bearcats, and all but the Fremont game have come down to the last play in regulation. So it'll be Austin Murray to jump it up against Isaiah Workman. As the Bearcats go overtime for the second time this year, Gretna goes overtime for the first time this year, and the 50 points in regulation, the fewest that they have scored in four quarters this season, and Carney is going to win the tip and take a three right away. Techmeyer, but it will not go. Tried to get the momentum. Isaiah Workman grabs the rebound. Carney now 9 of 23 from three-point land. Gretna 5 of 12 in the basketball game. Up top, Dewan gives it over to Emmy. 
Neither team has scored in almost four minutes. Carney got the last four points of regulation. Gretna was up 50-46. to 46. They'll get it to Samuelson into the paint. Kicks it back out. Workman for the three. It's no good. Long rebound. Samuelson tried to get it. He's fouled. Samuelson did get it. His sixth rebound and a foul on the Bearcats. We are in the one-and-one one for both teams. 3.22 remains here in overtime. And the officials trying to make sure they get the right number here on the foul. It's going to be on Austin Murray. He has three. So Robinson with four. Murray with three for Carney. Nobody with more than two for Gretna, according to my book. Samuelson, one and one. First free throw of the night is good. He's got 16. Workman has 17. They lead the way for Gretna. 20 for Cannon Coster for Carney, and the second free throw is also good. So Samuelson hits them both. 52 to 50 for the number one team in Class B and all class top 10 inside. Techmeyer's open. He got fouled and they let it go and it goes off Techmeyer out of bounds. Turnover Bearcats. Techmeyer went up and Trey Brown was putting the tent right over him and they just let it go. So now Gretna gets the ball at a two-point lead and the Bearcats have to fight from behind again. Zach Emig swings it over to Samuelson, down on the block to Workman. Up top, Emig drop step into the paint, makes the move, left-handed layup in. Emig with his ninth point of the basketball game, 54-50, a four-point lead in overtime for Gretna. 2.50 to go. Roseberry to Murray. Bearcats need a bucket and need to get a good look. Techmeyer over to Ryan, open three. Zach got it. Zach Ryan with the 10th three-pointer tonight for the Carney Bearcats, and it's a one-point game, 54-53. Gretna, two and a half to go, 10 of the game for Zach. Gretna gets it into the top of the circle. Zach Emming way out top now, backs up. Each team gets another timeout, by the way, here in overtime. So Gretna would have two and Carney one. Ball on the floor, Samuelson into the paint, just takes it right at him and scores. Jared Samuelson. With 19, he just decided, I'm going to take it in, and he did. 56-53, 2.05 to go. Ryan, crossover dribble, kicks it out to Murray. Murray hard to the paint, stops, leans, shoots, scores for the seven. Austin now into double digits with 10. 56-55, Gretna, 155 to go in overtime here on ESPN Radio. And Ryan went for the foul, but also... As he went for the steal, he's going to foul Ty Dewan, and I think that was more intentional. It was all the way out at half court. Dewan hit two free throws in the first quarter or first half, but he missed a crucial front end of a one-and-one one in the fourth. So 56-55, when he missed that, Carney held for the last shot. So Ty Dewan, junior, up and in. Don't forget at the end of the ball game, the U.S. Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Third foul on Ryan, 57-55. Second free throw, got them both. And Gretna's going to go ahead and use the timeout. With 1.50 to go here in overtime, it's Gretna 58, Carney 55 on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 
On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the dent popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. A custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the dent popper. North of the railroad, First Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. Well, the Bearcats have been strong all night long. Can they be strong again? 150 to go in overtime. Gretna 58, Carney 55. Out of the Dragon timeout, Zach Ryan will bring it into the front court. Gretna playing a good matchup here. Roseberry for three, in and out. No good. Trey Brown brings down the rebound. And a foul again. Ryan... We were not provided the uh, Gretna stats, and they're not up on our max preps. But evidently, Ty Dewan must not be the best free throw shooter in the world. And that is the 10th foul on Carney and the fourth on Ryan. Two free throws for Ty Dewan, and the first one is on the way and good. 59-55, Gretna. The fans here want a Christmas present. Can Carney give it to them? Second free throw, doing is good, so he's hit them all here in overtime. And this equals the largest lead of the game at any point for Gretna, 60-55, to 55, a minute and a half to go. Ryan, skip pass, over to Techmeyer. They're really guarding Murray. Here's Coster, can't get a shot away. Nearly walked, gets it into Murray. Turnaround jumper from 12, and Austin gets it. Austin Murray gets the bucket, no timeout. It's 60-57, to 57, a minute 12 to go. Gretna. Facing a little pressure, but not over-the-top pressure. And they'll get it across the timeline to Imig. Zach back out to Jared Samuelson. A minute to go, 60-57, to 57, Gretna, and they have the ball. Carney wants to trap. Samuelson stepped right through it, kicked it over to Dewan, trying to play keep away. Out to Samuelson. Coster can't get it. Gretna not even looking inside, and they've got a wide, wide open Trey Brown. 45 seconds to go, and they kick it back out, and now a foul. Coster gets Tangled up over there with Ty Doohan. Cannon with his second personal foul. 42 seconds remains in the game. So Gretna consulted away by making free throws. Doohan is 6 of 7 at the line. 4 of 4 in overtime. The junior puts the first one up and it is no good. If he makes this, it's still a two-possession game. Each team with a timeout now remaining. 42 seconds to go. Gretna 60, Carney 57. Second free throw for Ty Doohan. On the way, and he got it. Four-point lead. Now what the Bearcats do, attack right away, shoot a three. What's the key? Ryan passed, deflected, almost stolen away, and is stolen away. Murray and Ryan then ran into each other, and Workman comes away with the steal. And all the way to the other end, Samuelson is going to be fouled before he can take it to the hoop. 
Roseberry says, I'm not going to let you get in there. And Ty with the foul will send Jared Samuelson to the line. Samuelson is two for two. He has a game high or team high 19 points. 30 seconds to go. And Carney's going to need something special over the final 30. First of two free throws for Samuelson is on the way and short. Way short. Barely got there. The boy's tired. He's played his guts out tonight. And to tell you the truth, if it hadn't been for Samuelson in the first quarter, Carney might have been up double digits. Now they're going to bring Zach Tice in. Take Roseberry out. 30 seconds remaining. The second free throw now for Jared Samuelson. Gretna has nobody down there to rebound, and he gets the second one. So one of two, 62 to 57. Carney will roll it in. Ryan gives it right back to Techmeyer. Back to Ryan. Ryan over to Techmeyer. Brings it into the paint. Out to Tice for three. And he got it! First bucket of the ball. Gave it a timeout by the Bearcats. Zach Tice, the 11th three-pointer of the night for Carney High. 20 seconds remaining in overtime. It ain't over, baby. It ain't over. Gretna 62, Carney 60 here on ESPN Radio. This time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Tis the season to celebrate Christmas and tis the season to plan your whole farm solutions for 2016. For your variable rate technology, soil nutrients, seed, and crop protection, speak with your Aurora agronomy expert. Our grain team is ready to help you with marketing that crop, and the livestock nutrition and energy professionals will make sure you have optimal rations for your cow herd and bulk fuel and oil to keep your equipment running. At the Aurora Cooperative, we want to be your solution for higher yields, healthy livestock, and successful grain marketing. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. From the Twitterverse, the Husker football team has arrived out in California. Mike Riley speaking to a couple members of the media say that right now, no academic problems. Everybody made the trip. There were some rumors that some Huskers may not play because they're academically ineligible, but that, according to Coach Riley, right now, everybody's clean. Right now, we're worried about what's going on here at Kearney High. They did put two seconds back on the clock. 22 seconds to go in the game in overtime. Gretna, 62. Carney 60, and Gretna will get the ball after the Zach Tice three. Workman to throw it in, he's unguarded. Thought about the home run, throws it in short. They get it to Samuelson. Carney trying to get the 10 second count or the turnover. They get it to Dewan. Dewan's in the front court, and they'll foul. That's exactly what Carney wanted to do. See if you could get the trap of the steal, and if not, foul Ty Dewan. Dewan, five of six at the line in overtime. First foul on Tice. We're into the double bonus. 15 seconds to go. We will join Monday Night Football at the end of our contest. It's 21-9 to at the half, Detroit. First of two free throws is good. Ty Dillon is doing it right right here. 63-60, to and again a chance to make it a two-possession game. And again, I believe Carney High is now out of timeouts. With 15 seconds to go. And our head official is checking right now. And that's what they say. Second free throw. It is good. It's a four-point game. Ty doing. Gretna doesn't come pick up the Bearcats till they get to midcourt. They'll roll it to there. Coster picks it up. Coster right down the middle of the lane. It's wide open. He'll lay it up and score. Now they put the pressure on. Gretna does have to get it in. Eight, seven, six, 
Five and a timeout. Well played by the Gretna Dragons. They used about every second that they could with 5.2 seconds remaining in the basketball game in overtime. It is Gretna 64, Kearney 62, and Gretna has possession of the basketball when we come back. Even more basketball at the ninth annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Duran Davis against Omaha South led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 13th. Single tickets, good for all eight games featuring seven area teams. Log on to heartlandhoopsclassic.com for all the matchups. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or buy a Ticketmaster. Five seconds to go. Can the Bearcats steal an inbounds pass? Or can Gretna finish this off? 64-62 Dragons in overtime. Merry Christmas, everyone, from everyone here at ESPN Radio and Classic Hits 98-9. Shiloh Robinson will guard the inbounds pass. Isaiah worked for the tallest player for the Bearcats. Try to make it tough for him to throw it in. He can run the baseline. And here we go. Workman to throw it in. Carney down two. A baseball pass is tipped, but it's out of bounds off Carney, and that runs a second point three off. Robinson tipped the pass. They were going to go home run, and now they get to move it a little farther up the floor right in front of the Carney bench. 4.1. Workman looking, looking. Got it to do it. He's open, and they foul him with, oh, they didn't call a foul, and time expires. They did not call the foul, and Gretna comes on the floor on the road. And Gretna wins in overtime, 64-62. to 62. Kearney now drops their second straight. They fall to 3-2. and two. Gretna, all-class top 10, and ranked number one in Class B. Improves to 6-1 and one on the season with the only loss coming at the hands of Omaha Scutt, who remains undefeated. On the season, Gretna was ranked ninth, by the way, by Stu Pospisil in the all-class top ten to begin the season. Well, it didn't happen tonight, but we've seen some real exciting basketball for the Bearcats and for Coach Baronic, not only Drake, but Paul. Thinking of you again, we wish you a Merry Christmas and nothing but prayers and love coming your way. In overtime, Gretna 64, Carney 62. We'll look at the numbers, talk with the coach and more when we come back on ESPN Radio. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reap the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back to Kearney High. As always, a big thank you to Athletic Director 
Mitch Stein and the many fine folks here for their hospitality. It's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Gretna comes on the road. And two hard-fought competitive games wins the girls 57-54. And in overtime, takes the boys game 64-62. We also have basketball right now on Classic Hits 98-9. Kennesaw won the girls game over Amherst. And Amherst leading in the second half in the boys game. And you can find out the rest of the story there. And then Monday Night Football coming up after we sign off here on ESPN. The Lions lead the Saints at the half, 21-9. We'll give you the final stats and get a chance to talk with the coach. Stay with us here on the new tech, on the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. It's the dream of every American, your own home. And TNT Contracting brings that dream to you with the incomparable beauty and craftsmanship that only they can provide. Whether your old home is not big enough or you're looking to update it, TNT Contracting can complete your new home or remodel on time, on budget. TNT Contracting can help you with everything, including the design of your new home or remodel. Call Todd and Tim today at TNT Contracting. Check out their Facebook page for contact information and more. They are what you might say dynamite at what they do. And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show. Let's take a look at the final numbers I had for tonight's boys basketball game. And we will start with the Gretna Dragons stat that I probably overlooked throughout the game is they had no points from their bench tonight. All five starters got all 64 points tonight for the uh, Gretna Dragons to get to 6-1. and one. Ty doing nine points all from the free throw line uh, where he, uh, again, all nine points from the free throw line. What else can you say? In overtime, he was 7 of 8 from the line in the game. He was 9 of 10 or 9 of 11 from the line. So nine points for doing. Emmett Knight, four rebounds. Zach Emig, nine points and a rebound. Jared Samuelson led the way tonight with 20 points, six rebounds. Trey Brown, nine points, five rebounds and a block. And Isaiah Workman had the big third quarter where he scored 10 and ended up with 17 points, six rebounds, and two block shots. Ten rebounds in the first half, nine in the second half, three in overtime. Free throw shooting, 3 of 5 in the first half, 2 of 3 in the second half, 10 of 12 in overtime for Gretna. And that's how they scored 10 of their 14 points. Three-point shooting, 1 of 6 in the first half, 4 of 6 in the second half, 0 of 1 in overtime. Turnovers, 8 in the first half, 3 in the second half, none in overtime. I had the Dragons with 22 points in the first half, 28 in the second half, 14 in overtime. Gretna, 64 points, 22 rebounds, 15 out of 20 at the free throw line, 5 of 13 from three-point land, four block shots, 11 turnovers. Gretna heads into the holiday break 6-1 and one and hosts their own tournament on the 29th and 30th. We'll look at the numbers for the Bearcats when we come back on the New West Postgame Show. 
Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating has several certified plumbers on staff that can take your call quickly. Projects like new construction, renovations, remodeling, higher efficiency equipment upgrades, backflow prevention, retrofits, and everything in between. Day or night, they will gladly accept your emergency call. For over 60 years, Anderson Brothers is the place to call for plumbing at 800-824-1865. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. And back on the New West Post Game Show. Let's take a look now at the final stats of the night's basketball game for the Carney Bearcats as they come up two points short in overtime. Zach Ryan couple of clutch threes in the fourth quarter and in overtime. Finished with 10 points and three rebounds. Zach Tice had a three-pointer in overtime. Jake Techmeyer two points, two rebounds. Ryan Koski one rebound. Austin Murray 12 points, seven rebounds and one block shot. Shiloh Robinson had five points, one rebound and a block shot. Ty Roseberry eight points, two rebounds and Cannon Coster led the way tonight for the Bearcats. He had a game-high 22 points, four rebounds, and one block shot. I had Carney for 14 rebounds in the first half, six in the second half, which seemed extremely low. None in overtime. Free throw shooting, they didn't get there very much, but neither did Gretna until overtime. Uh, 0 of 2 in the first half, 1 of 3 in the second half, and none in overtime. Three-point shooting for the Cats, 6 of 14 in the first half. They were 3 of 8 in the second half and two of four in overtime. Turnovers, five of the first half, three in the second half, two in overtime. Carney had 28 points in the first half, 22 in the second half, 12 in overtime, and the Bearcats finished with 62 points, 20 rebounds. One out of five at the free throw line, 11 out of 26 at the three-point arc, three block shots, 10 turnovers, but the Bearcats fall in overtime to go to three and two on the season, and Carney will next be playing... One week from tonight, they will be playing in the uh, GNAC Holiday Tournament next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And those games are out in McCook. Carney, the number uh, two seed, Norfolk, uh, who's all-class top ten, obviously, is the number one seed. The Bearcats will play next Monday night against Lexington at 7:15. And again, the girls play North Platte at 2 next Monday in McCook. We are still waiting for Coach Baronic. We hope to have an opportunity to chat with him here in the postgame. We'll take a break and be back with more on the New West Postgame Show after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. 
Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100. Order straight from the menu, or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties, too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney. Have a good Christmas. See you guys. Doug Duda back with you here at Kearney High, where the final score in overtime, 64-62. to Gretna able to find a way and uh, hit some key shots, make enough free throws down the stretch to get the victory. Again, there is some basketball going on tomorrow in the area. Uh, we will not have anything uh, locally. We will be bringing you plenty of college football bowl games uh, throughout the week. I want to remind you, sign up for the Doug and Daddy Bowl Bonanza at ESPNSuperstation.com. It's free, $500 grand prize from Russell's Appliance and Electronics. Uh, tomorrow, the Pleasanton and uh, Axtell Holiday Tournaments will wrap up. Also, Hastings goes down to Ralston. Sandy Creek Holiday Tournament's going to be going on. Gibbons at Elwood. Broken Bow will be over at Centura for uh, some of the teams in our area. And again, Kearney Catholic uh, playing over and taking care of Overton tonight. Let's take a look at some of those scores and update them for you here uh, if we can uh, for the girls' games on this Monday night before Christmas. Here's what we have for you. It was Alma over Southwest, 60-22. to Giltner beat Palmer, 40-26. to Kearney Catholic down Overton, 73-27. to North Platte St. Pat's beat Ogallala, 66 66- to 38, and it appears that Pleasanton has beaten Arapaho, but no score was put up uh, from the NSAA. It does have Pleasanton listed as the winner, and the boys, nothing outside of Southwest beating Alma from our area, 58 to 41. For the Metro folks, Omaha North beat Benson, 54-52. Papio beat Omaha Bryan, 68-55, and Papio South beat Omaha Northwest, 71-55. to Our next basketball action will be next Monday from the Ravenna Holiday Tournament. Ravenna plays Riverside. The early games that start at 1 will have Overton playing Centura in the doubleheader. And then next Tuesday and Wednesday, we will have the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament. Amherst will play North Platte St. Pat's in the early games. Kearney Catholic will play Ogallala in the night games and should be some good competition there as well. Again, coming up next here on ESPN Radio, it is the... Second half of Monday Night Football right now at the half. Detroit leads New Orleans. Looks like they took down a touchdown. It was 21-3 is your halftime score. Detroit leading New Orleans. We'll take one final break and see if we can uh, track down Coach Baronic right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. 
They're all done over at Amherst, where Amherst is undefeated, handing Am- Kennesaw their first loss of the year on the boys' side, 73-44. to 44, And I believe that's the fewest points Amherst has scored this year and still get the job done, 73-44. to 44. Kennesaw won the girls' game. The Nebraska women did escape with a win against Northern Ar- or Arkansas State tonight by a score of 79-71, to 71, getting the victory uh, here this evening. The Husker women are now off until Christmas. The Husker men will play tomorrow as they take on Prairie View A&M. And you can hear the game at 7 o'clock on the breeze, 94.5, the same spot that you can also hear Nebraska football coming up on Saturday. Pre-game at uh, a little after 3 in the afternoon with kickoff Saturday at 8.15, Nebraska and UCLA. And again, the Huskers arrived tonight out at uh, California, Santa Clara. Coach Riley saying that right now, academically, everybody is clear. Everybody made the trip. And so there had been some rumors that maybe some players were going to be ineligible because of that. But uh, according to Coach Riley, not the case as of today. And we'll talk more about that on the Doug and Daddy Show uh, tomorrow. So uh, we have not been able to catch a glimpse of Coach Baronic. Want to wish him a happy uh, Merry Christmas to the entire Baronic family. And I'm going to tell you what, as great an atmosphere... Uh, as you could possibly have here, probably will be the lasting memory here in the old Carney Barn, their final game in 2015, and of course, a couple of months before they finish it off and we move into the new school, jam-packed here tonight, and I mean people from everywhere, there was a ton of Ravenna folks here, and a ton of Carney folks, Gretna had a good cast of folks made the trip down I-80 West to come out, and they weren't cheated, uh, both their teams won, of course, and then of course, uh, close competitive basketball games here tonight. We'll take one final break and wrap it up after this. 64-62 Gretna in overtime. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the dent popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. Custom-fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the dent popper. North of the railroad, First Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The final scores tonight in the girls' game, Gretna 57, Kearney 54. And in the boys' game, in overtime, Gretna 64 and Kearney 62. We mentioned it earlier in the contest, but again, our Care moment of the game. Usera Care Hospice caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. There was a couple of moments. Kearney got up eight early in the third quarter 
and uh, things turned at that point. A 10-0 run by Gretna, and then Gretna was playing basically with the lead or tied the rest of the way. Back and forth, a bucket here, a bucket there. Carney scored the last four points after a missed front end of a 1-1 one one with a minute to go, and they sent it into overtime at 50-50, and that is our Usaracare Hospice moment of the game. We will see you next Monday afternoon from Ravenna. Overton taking on Centura here on ESPN Radio. And then Ravenna taking on Riverside on Classic Hits 98.9. And Tuesday and Wednesday, the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament begins at 1 o'clock on Tuesday. And then at 11.30 with the girls' consolation game next Wednesday, we'll be covering the uh, games that have uh, to do with Kearney Catholic and Amherst. And we have finally now seen members of the Kearney Bearcat basketball team come back out on the floor. And uh, Coach Baronic, I'm sure, has probably got caught up by some of the newspaper folks. So we'll catch the coach after Christmas. Again, to the Baronic family and all part of the Be Strong that are so strong. Nothing but love from us here. And I want to say that as well for me personally, Doug Duda. There's nobody better than Coach B. So Merry Christmas to the Baronic family. It was a great B Strong effort here tonight. Just came up a bucket short, but this is a great basketball team to come watch. They are a lot of fun. Again, the final score, 64-62. Gretno wins it in overtime. For our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. We will see you next week from the Ravenna Holiday Tournament. Good night. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com. ESPN2.